Okay, so, hello, and welcome back to Amy's Wonderful World of Guinea Pig Podcasts, and we have a very exciting show for you today, because I am with Donna, of Donna's Guinea Pig Galaxy, Hello, and Connie, from <laughs> Connie's, Connie's house. <laughs> Just kidding. Connie is Donna's daughter, and she is an admin of Donna's Guinea Pig Galaxy. And we are hanging out today. Say hi, ladies. Hello. Hello. And we are doing a podcast together, and we're going to do a live, and it's fun stuff that we're doing today. We are unable to load the... Okay, that's fine. Anyway, we are going to chit-chat a little bit and show them what podcasting is all about. So, what I was going to do, ladies, <laughs> is start from the beginning and work our way to deeper, tougher subjects down the road. So, what I figured would be an amazing first start to my podcast, because my very first podcast of length is going to be for beginners, you know, the beginning stuff, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a minute. Beginners for guinea pigs? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, squirrels. Just kidding. Oh, squirrel. Ooh. Squirrel! <laughs> Speaking of which, I saw a video on YouTube. Gotta speak louder. I saw a video on YouTube of a squirrel that ate um, too many fermented crab apples and we're hopping around like crazy it was, it was the most hilarious okay, thing animal abuse is not hilarious <laughs> anyway <laughs> ay, ay, ay. so what we're gonna do with these ladies is kind of start from the beginning so i'm gonna touch on the basics and la di da at a different day but i figured what this first podcast is because we're all together is you guys can talk about what brought you into guinea pigs what you, you what you like about guinea pigs, um, what people can look towards when they're looking for a guinea pig, just kind of what brought you into the guinea pig world and how you care for your guinea pigs. First off, you're the one that brought me into them. Yeah, most definitely. How so? Okay, I saw Kip when you took the baby pictures of Kip and his siblings, and I'm like... There is definitely no way that, at the time, popcorn was going to go anywhere. But now popcorn is now Explain popcorn. Popcorn is now Kip, but um, he is like in, I want to say he's an orange and a... I call it gold. That's just... (laughs) He's gold. Gold. Okay. Golden white. (laughs) Golden white. He is an adorable fluff bunny. Fluff bunny. He's not a bunny. He's a guinea pig. (laughs) Okay, a fluff guinea pig. So, why... Hold on, hold that phone. Hold the phone, Kenny. You're not done with your Q&A. Okay, so what... What were you the most scared about getting your very first guinea pig? That I was going to kill him. <laughs> okay, elaborate. Elaborate. Um, being the fact that... 
sorry. <laughs> okay, then. Dara? Yeah. <clears throat> What would you like me to say? Guinea pigs. What mm. were you most scared about? I was actually pretty confident when I brought my guinea pigs home. Mm. I was pretty confident because I did a lot of research, asked a lot of questions, mm -hmm. found an excellent vet. Right. You know, so I was pretty confident home. when I brought him. Right. Home. Right. Brought them home, actually. Right, right. So. And it worked out good. It did work out good, but thankfully... I was able to trust the person I got my guinea pigs from and know that they were in perfect health when I got them. Right. That's the most important thing right there. But you health. had some bumps in the road, correct? Oh, yeah. So explain your experiences with guinea pig illness. Well, thanks to you, I already knew what to look for when it came to, like, a URI. Right. Upper respiratory infection. Right. For those that don't know the abbreviations. Right. So I knew right away what to look for and get them into the vet right away. Right. And get them proper antibiotics and get them, you know, healthy right. again. Right. Right, right, right. But, however, Kit, uh, not Kips, but chocolate bars, abscess, that was a totally new ballpark. Right. That was the one that had me the most concerned and more, more scared than a URI. Because you not. never... I've dealt, never dealt with them dealt before. With right, right, right. So I called my vet's office, got a hold of the emergency number, called that number. They told me what to do, got them in, mm -hmm. got them on antibiotics. Thankfully, by the time I got them into the vet, the abscess had already released by putting hot... Not hot, but pretty warm compresses on it twice a day, right. three times a day for 10 minutes each time. And let me tell you, it was not easy. Chocolate bar did not like it. <laughs> well, and then when I came to Kip's URI, he was, um, he doesn't like taking medicine. He likes to spit it back out so onto then, your hand. So then you were fearful that he wasn't getting enough of his meds, correct? Correct. Okay. And being the fact that um, we had found a syringe in which he would take the medicine without spitting it back out. Right. Believe it or not, was the original syringe you gave me. Oh. <laughs> Believe it or not, the original syringe you had given me. Okay. So, I'm like, okay. So, here's my question for you then. With all that being said, because... Some people, when they hear, you know, oh, I didn't realize that, you know, getting a guinea pig, they could have all these things wrong with right, them, correct? Right, right, And I actually had somebody say to me before, you know, oh, I'm scared now, blah, blah, blah. I don't have the proper housing. My windows are too drafty. My house is dusty. My, I don't feel confident now having a guinea pig. So, bringing it all full circle, what do you do to alleviate 
people's hesitation about getting a guinea pig when you want to tell them the truth because you want to know what to look for because guinea pigs do get sick easily. Oh, yeah, they do. What do you do to ease somebody's mind so that they don't, oh, now I don't want one because this sounds like too much work. The best kind of food, believe it or not, I just found this. And it's not even oxbow. You know, I swear up and down to oxbow, but it's actually not oxbow brand. Um, the Walmart in Cambridge, believe it or not, mm -hmm. has a guinea pig food that is probiotic fortified. Hmm. What's that called? I don't remember the name of it. And the probiotics will help prevent illnesses. Illnesses. But it's probiotic fortified. Yes. Granted, it's good to have Benabac. Um, on hand, right? But why not go one step further and have it perfectly already giving them giving the them proper nutrients they need at right off the get go? That will help right. prevent URIs, UTIs, you know, major illnesses. And so when you're getting a guinea pig, if if I wasn't there to say, hey, this is kind of what you look for. What would you look for? I would look for an active guinea pig and listen to their lungs, mm -hmm. look at their eyes, kind of, you know, ask if you can hold the guinea pig, kind of feel around on their body, make sure they don't have any abnormal lumps. Right. Well, and um, with, like, Kip and Chocobar, they... Or Kip, he turns out that he's allergic to um, Timothy, Hay. Timothy Hay, so we have to use oat. Oat hay. Oat, oat hay. So what's the difference between oat hay and Timothy Hay? Oat hay is, like, uh, more sweet and... Less dusty. Yeah, definitely less <laughs> dusty. Because it doesn't flare up my uh, hay, fever. hay fever. Right. And where Timothy does. So then what's the difference then between a normal, quote, sneeze and a cough opposed to, oh, crap, it's an upper respiratory infection or, oh, it's allergies. Do you know? I do. Donna knows. Okay. Pass okay. the phone. <laughs> <laughs> when Kip sneezes from the Timothy hay, mm -hmm. it does not sound moist or congested sneeze. There is a difference. Right. Because even when he coughs from the Timothy Hay, it's a dry cough versus a moist, mucusy cough. Right. There is a difference between the two coughs. Right. So then somebody just getting a guinea pig, because that's what we're kind of talking about as we're going over the, right. the beginnings of somebody fresh into the guinea pig world. Okay. What are we looking for? To know, like, this is a problem. Or just, like, we randomly sneeze or cough sometimes. And it's no big deal. Right. See what I'm saying? Right. Right. Well, with Timothy Hay uh, allergies, you can tell if they have an allergy to the Timothy Hay. Because if their face is in it and eating, mm -hmm. and then they pull away from it and they start sneezing. Right. And then they give off a cough. That's from the Timothy Hay. Right. However, with the, like the URI, it's random. Right. They could be anywhere in their cage. And it, 
to me, it's, being a mom, to me, it sounds like a little kid coughing right. when they're sick. Right. It, you could definitely tell the difference. Mm-hmm. It's like, like when our throats get dry, you know, we have that dry cough. Right. You can tell the difference between a dry and a moist cough. It's very distinctive. Right. And you being here, you'll hear Kip cough because of the Timothy Hay. So don't freak out. Okay. <laughs> Is it because Timothy Hay? I couldn't get an order from Chewy fast enough. <laughs> right, right, right. <clears throat> so, so your biggest advice to new guinea pig people would be what? My biggest advice is if you get a guinea pig or when you get a guinea pig and you're new to them, before you get the guinea pig, find a KV vet. Cavy savvy cavy, vet. Yeah, cavy savvy vet. KV cavy. And that's important because? Because a regular vet that deals with dogs and cats on a daily basis, they're not going to know what to look for or what to hear for when it comes to a guinea pig, period. Right. right. And not only that, there are antibiotics out there that can kill a guinea pig if it's not given a proper medication. Mm-hmm. So therefore, to find a vet that is uh, that knows guinea pigs and know what they can have is very important. Right. So once you find a vet and you get your guinea pig, my biggest suggestion is is take that guinea pig to the vet for a wellness check right, right off the get-go. Which costs about... Depending on your vet. Depending on the vet and depending on what state you live in. Mm -hmm. It does differ. Or which country. Yeah, or which country. But our vet, to do a wellness check on two, it's $90. Which isn't so bad to give people a peace of mind. No. But, mind you, that's also, each time I've gone to the vet... That was because of a URI and also a abscess. Right. So there was a medical purpose or medical reason for me to take them in at that time, which also <laughs> involved antibiotics both times. But the antibiotics cost 20 bucks. Right. Which isn't so bad. For two guinea pigs, that's not bad at all. And which is good, like I said about my vet, how I've established rapport with her so I don't even at the now my vet has all my guinea pigs weights and even Kip's weight but anyway and chocolate bars right and I don't have to physically bring my guinea pigs in anymore I don't have to anymore either if I need meds I just go pick them up call pick them up it's awesome so if you also establish rapport with your vet right away it, it's awesome yeah but the, the benefit of our vet, and the reason why I keep saying our vet, is because Amy and I both have the same vet. Yes. <laughs> we do have the same, same vet. Same vet office, but not the same veterinarian, which stinks because I love my veterinarian. The last one I had, she was awesome. Awesome. Was it she like was Katie? awesome. I see Dr. Yeah. Katie. It was Dr. Katie, Katie who's the last oh, one we saw. Her. Isn't yeah. she incredible? She and is she, awesome. I, I stick with her 
She's incredible. She's I love awesome. her. She's the bomb.com. And I just recommend treating guinea pigs like dogs, cats. You know, you're making a five to seven to eight year commitment to these animals. That's a quite a long chunk of time. Actually, with dogs, it's longer. <laughs> but... Well, no, I'm saying with guinea pigs, yeah. you're, you're, they're going to be with you. You know, five to eight right, years, right, right. maybe nine. You know, I've heard of some guinea pigs living to be like nine years old, ten years old, which is crazy. But, you know, keeping them as healthy as possible is the most important part. Right. And not freaking out right away. As long as, um, you know, you do that initial wellness check, you know, it'll give you a peace of mind. And then you can just enjoy those adorable little darlings right that's why i said most important wellness check right off the get-go because they'll be able to catch if they have mites if they have lice if they have your eyes or utis or they can catch any of that right off the get-go and get it treated right away right point is just Everybody should have guinea pigs. <laughs> right. They're so awesome. They are awesome. And just... Mine don't like you anymore, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's apparent. Biting. Loving them. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to bite me today. It was a good time. We'll talk about that in our live that we're going to do directly after this. Yeah. It's a good time. Um, but yeah, so that's good times. <laughs> anyway, I think that's about it. Um, just kind of wanted to give a little background from you guys about guinea pigs and guinea pig newcomer situations and see what you know and what you think about people that want to dive into it. Because we get that question a lot. In yes, our we do. We do. Yes, we, we do. do. We get we that do. question a lot of, I'm thinking about, and this one member who I think, yeah, finally just got a guinea pig. A couple of them for the first time. She was a member for months and months and months and months. Oh, she was a months. member for about five months. Karen. Six months. Yeah. Karen. Yeah. Um, about six months. Crazy. And she's educating herself and she's, she's reading up on all this stuff. And, and I can imagine that it's so overwhelming. But she did an amazing job of just sticking with it and just reading what people say and, and the different situations that people have. It's, it's incredible. I do have one other thing that I think is very important. Even on here, even in the live, it needs, the word does need to be spread out. The baby carrots. Baby carrots. They have chlorine on them. They have chlorine on them. It's part of their processing. So washing them very, very good, is that what you're saying? No. No. They, it soaks it's down absorbed. into the carrot. It's absorbed into the carrot. It's the, part of their preservative, preservative process. What do they do not. What they do is they take a regular carrot and grind it down to be that size. Mm -hmm. And then after they grind it down to be that size, they turn around and put it in a chlorine water solution. And they sit in that for a day, two days, and then they come out, they get packaged, they get sent out. So you're recommending not giving baby carrots anymore? Okay. I know humans can have a certain amount of chlorine in their diet. Mm -hmm. Because City Waters, let's face it, has chlorine in it. Right. 
But what is that going to do to a small guinea pig's body? I don't know. I have, this is the first I've heard of that. That's very interesting, actually. And the way it kind of looks. Why are you whispering? <laughs> right. Um, that's very interesting. So do your research, I guess. Yeah. Um, that's the first I've heard of that. So YouTube, how baby carrots are made. Google it. It's very interesting. So, point being, be very mindful about the amount of baby carrots that you give. Well, not only the amounts, but you should be mindful about any amount of any vegetable you give your guinea pigs, period. Because of the What's the C word? Oh, you said it too fast. I'm like, what's the C word? Calcium. Calcium content when you're first getting guinea pigs is very important. Do your research on calcium levels because that is where bladder... Bladder stones come from bladder infections, kidney stones. Horrible deals for those little guys. Horrible, horrible deal. So right, right, right. Uh, parsley, kale, top of the list, highest calcium Spinach. content. Spinach, calcium, kale. Romaine has a lot of calcium in it too. Not as high as those three I spoke of, but yes. Nope. So red and green leaf lettuce is where it's at. Those are the lowest calcium content lettuces. Colburn's right now. Green $1.99 ahead. Is the best. If you are near Colburn's. If you are near a Colburn's, it's $1.99 per head of red leaf and green leaf. Boom. Where, where at Walmart it is $2.49 per head. So I'm I'm saying that because you're gonna be driving past it <laughs> in Mora. That's what's up. <laughs> All right. Well that's awesome. Thank you for doing my podcast with me. Um I hope that you gained a little bit of information. If you are a newbie guinea pig owner or you're looking into getting them, I hope um this helped you. <laughs> um most definitely. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming on my live, ladies. My podcast, I mean. Thank you for coming over. Whoop! Whoop, Um, whoop! Until the next time, we are going to jump into a little bit more branching off on beginner basics. And then if Donna downloads this app, there is a function where she can podcast with me at the same time. So then we can both. Rock and socket. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. And we are going to be live here in a little bit with Kip and Chocolate Bar because I've never done a live with them. So that would be fun. So thank you so much. And we love you all. And uh, yeah, as always, give kisses to your piggies for me and extra lettuce and cuddles too. Bye, guys.